Welcome to the Teachers to Tech podcast. I'm your host, Dean. This is the podcast where we tell you how you can grow your tech skills, whether you're starting from scratch or just want to go farther. You might be thinking about a new job, a whole new career, or just a new hobby. We'll have something for everyone, so keep listening. Have you ever said to yourself, I should write a book about this? Or, you know what would be a great story? Well, today's episode could be just the inspiration you need. We're going to take a look at self-publishing platforms this time, and it may be a lot easier than you think to publish your own book. Welcome to this episode of Teachers to Tech. In this episode, we're going to learn to exploit a simple technology. In one of our early episodes, I talked about the different ways to be involved with your tech career. You could work on tech. For instance, you could be repairing computers, you could be writing programs, or you could work around tech. There is technology, and your job depends on the fact that it exists. So, for instance, technical sales, maybe of database services on the internet, but you aren't directly necessarily working on that database. But here we are going to do that middle category that I gave you before. We're going to talk about working with tech. In other words, you're not really using the technology for its own sake. You're not building a computer because that's what you do. You're not writing programs because you're a programmer. You are going to utilize technology to create a book. Could be a print book, an ebook, or both. But that's what we're going to learn how to do today. You could be thinking to yourself, well, Dean, this is pretty simple. All I have to do is open up Word, start typing, split everything up into a few chapters, and print it off on a printer, or take it to the office store and have them print it up and put a cover on it. And that is true. But the platforms that you can use for self-publishing are going to go way beyond that. So these platforms are going to let you upload content. They're going to let you format it in a lot of different ways. They're going to let that content include things like illustrations and photographs, and you'll be able to design a cover right out there on that platform. On top of that, when you use a publishing platform, you are going to be able to find ways to promote yourself. And at least one platform is very good at offering training and outlets for your marketing. Now, of course, that involves an extra cost, as you would expect, but it is still very helpful to, to know. Let's just make sure that we've got a definition out of the way, too, so we all agree on what we're talking about here. Uh, Self-publishing is the process where authors are independently publishing their own written works. They can do that in regular book format, ebooks, or there could be other forms of content, such as audiobooks. Now, we're doing this without the involvement of the usual publishing houses. And in this way, you get more flexibility on what your content is and different aspects of the work. For instance, you can do your own cover design if you want. The formatting will be up to you. You can decide how you're going to distribute your book. You can decide how you're going to market it. So it's a great option for those that want to say, hey, I've got something to say. I want to get it out there, but I don't want to hope that some giant firm is going to pick me as the next winner. I can do some of this stuff directly. Now, these self-publishing platforms make a lot of the day-to-day -day work 
of publishing easier. For instance, the formatting is very easy to do on most of these platforms. When we come back, I'm going to give you an overview of the process of self-publishing, and I'm going to speak a little bit specifically on certain topics as it relates to either Lulu or Kindle Direct Publishing, both of which I have used before, so I can speak a little bit more specifically about those. All right, let's take a look at the key components of self-publishing. Now, first of all, you're going to need to create an account on whichever platform you want to use. It's a very easy thing to do, no matter which you choose, and they'll lead you right through it. This is not something where you're paying money to join. If you're using a good platform like Lulu or Kindle Direct Publishing, you are simply letting them know who you are and giving them a place to park your material. And you're going to have to prepare a manuscript, of course, and you can do this a couple of different ways. Uh, Lulu has a great guide out there, and it'll tell you how to use Word to prepare your manuscript, and it'll also refer to some free software called Calibre. And I want you to remember back when we had an episode about free apps. Calibre is one of the applications that's available to you free on PortableApps.com. Now, you might choose to find another platform or another way of preparing your ebook, but I do want to warn you to be careful. I did a search for information on how to prepare my manuscript for Kindle Direct Publishing, and I was offered a lot of paid services in my search results. You don't need to use paid services because most Amazon and Kindle processes are well-documented, and it's easy enough to let them show you what you need to do. And of course, Lulu is very easy as well. You're going to need to create a cover design. Now, you might do that outside of the software you're using to format your book and then load the whole design up, or you might use the software that's available to you, say, on a platform like Lulu, and format everything out there. But just expect that it's going to be a little bit easier to have art if it's drawings or if it's photography all ready to pull up and put in place. And you'll need to choose your format, of course. Are you going to produce just a print book? Are you going to produce an ebook or both? And there is one thing that you need to look out for if you decide that you want to create an ebook. It is possible simply to take a Word document and save it as a PDF, portable document format file, but I don't recommend doing this. And here's why. If I were to take a PDF, and give it to you, and you wanted to open it up in a Kindle e-reader, you could do that. However, it doesn't have the flexibility that lets it reformat on your device so that a smaller page appears and the words are still big enough, if I'm making sense. If I open up a PDF on my little phone that was meant to be seen as, say, an 8 by 10 page, what'll happen is my phone will shrink that page down so that the whole page fits on the screen all at once. And now I've got a very small page to try and maneuver around. And that can be very difficult for your readers. So make sure you're using a true ebook format and they can read that on whatever device they've got. 
Once you've got your content created in the format you'd like, using the platform you'd like, the next step is to upload it, and that's going to be a fairly straightforward thing. If you're used to dragging and dropping to put files where you need them on your computer or moving them from one application window to the next, you will be fine with this. Once we've got our content uploaded, we need to move into the retail portion of our work, and that is going to include deciding where and or how we're going to distribute the book and what our pricing is going to be. After you create your project on Lulu, you're going to get a prompt that says, hey, pick your distribution channels. And those are options to distribute your book through platforms like Lulu, but also Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and some others that they have out there. Now, there's another thing that you need to have in place when you're going to sell through retail outlets. I'm going to tell you about that at the very end of the podcast, but it's a real important piece if you want your book listed where people can find it in databases. Once you've decided where that book is going to sell, then you'll also have to decide what your prices will be through each channel. And you may want to keep one price across the board. It depends a little bit on how you view each channel and how you view your product. But it might be a good idea to make sure your prices are a consistent price across all platforms, just so nobody gets confused or wonders if there's a difference in content. If you're planning to make your book available through retailers, you may need to check their pricing restrictions for any policies they have that might affect your decisions. Now, Lulu allows you to set prices in various currencies, so consider the currency preferences of your target audience and don't forget to think about conversion rates as well. If you work through Kindle Direct Publishing, Amazon will ask you which regions you would like your book to be available in. They will also ask you for pricing options just a little bit differently. First of all, you have royalty options, either 35% or 70% royalties, and you will choose between one of those two options. Now, for that 70% royalties, there are some conditions you have to meet, and I won't go into all of those here, but they're easy to look up, and it'll be very clear-cut whether you qualify for that high, higher royalty amount or not. Then, you'll be asked to set a price on top of that, and from there, you're ready to get your book out into the market. Now, this episode is meant as an introduction to show you how easy it is to do some self-publishing with either Lulu or Amazon. There are other platforms out there, but these are two of the best known. Each of these will have some very good guides that will help you walk through each step, and they do have options to get some help along the way as well. I am going to put a link up to Amazon's guide. Lulu is practically obvious where you'll go for a guide there if you choose to use Lulu like I do. But when we come back, I want to talk to you about one more thing you're going to want involved with your self-publishing that'll make your book easier to market. All right, if you've stuck around to the end... Thank you, and here's your reward. I left something out of the discussion earlier because I wanted to emphasize it, and that is the International Standard Book Number, or ISBN, that you can have assigned to your book. I'm just going to call it ISBN from now on because if I didn't, the podcast will be two minutes longer than it is intended to be. Uh, 
This is a unique identifier, and that is for books so they can be tracked, whether it's for sales purposes or for inventory purposes. The ISBN is the number that will go into databases like the Books in Print database that makes it searchable by retailers. And just a little detail here, if you are going to publish your book in multiple formats, it's a good idea to have a separate ISBN for each format. So maybe your hardcover book and your paperback or quality paperback book and your ebook all have their own unique identifiers, which makes it easy to identify which one is being ordered. And by the way, if you plan on only offering your book through Amazon, you could just use Amazon's unique identifier instead of using an ISBN, but that might be a little bit limiting. So if you want to leave all your sales options and marketing options open, I'd go with the ISBN. Now, there's some good news here, at least to somebody like me who has been around for a little bit. In the past, it was necessary for you to purchase a block of ISBNs. You couldn't purchase just one from the agency that issues those, and that agency is called Bokers. Now, Boker has set up where you can get an individual ISBN at this time, and I'm not really going to address pricing a whole lot. I did ask my AI friend for a little bit of help here, and because of the learning time, um, the prices may not exactly be current. So I've kind of left that out of the details. It is not hard to go out to Boker and get a, an account started and then purchase the ISBNs that you need. You may be also able to get a barcode when you do that, which makes life even easier for you and for the retailers. But be sure and look into that as you're putting your book together. That is something you can add in the platform as you're getting ready to market your book. I won't say a lot about marketing because it's a whole different subject. There are some podcasts out there that I've learned from for marketing. But your first help is to go to Lulu or go to Amazon themselves and see what they have to suggest and what they have to offer. There are special pricing discounts and items that Lulu offers and programs that Amazon offers that you can become a part of. And you can look at those right on their websites. They're not very complicated. And it could be that you want to use those to augment. I will say, though, there is nothing like self-promoting if you're going to self-publish. You are going to need to take responsibility for your own sales, whether that is because you're going to create a whole marketing program, including advertising, and you pay for those things to be done, or if you are out there on the internet posting things, finding places where you can interact with people who might be interested in your topic, doing other things like getting out to things like street fairs where you can sell your book in a printed copy format. That is on you. So don't expect I've self-published and now I will automatically be featured. Look into the marketing advice that these places have to offer if you really want to make sure that you sell well. All right, let's tie it all together. First of all, remember that this is a simple process. The bulk of your work will be creating the content and getting it formatted, uploading it, adding a cover. Those are not big deals. 
selecting regions or selecting retailers that you will market through. That is not a hard job. Pricing might be a little bit tricky, but all you've got to do is look at similar publications in your genre, in your length, and that'll give you a good idea of what you want to charge. After that, it's just a matter of getting that book publicized, getting it out in front of people so that they know what you've got. I hope if you've been harboring that secret wish to write a book and get your message out there, this will get you started. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to check the show notes for relevant links as well. That's all we have for today. This is Dean saying thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back with us next time on Teachers to Tech.